You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Radio News Bulletin. The day is Monday the 16th of December. Recording live from Back to the Boots Studios as always. You're joined by myself, Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate. And of course, editor-at-large, Errol Parker. How are you, Errol? Hello, I'm good, Clancy. Good to hear. And, as always, when he's not in Bali or Japan, holidaying like a millennial, <laughs> is Wendell Hussey, the... Hamish MacDonald of the Diamond Tennis Shire. The Hamish I mean, MacDonald of the... Diamond. You look like you're relatively hairless and... Young, white. Blonde. Blonde. Yes, you are. And you might leave us one day for a job at the ABC. If they're offering. If they're offering, but we'll try and keep you employed here on a really high salary with no risk of restructure or sacking for the rest of your life, if we can. What's in the news this week, Wendell? Well, you wouldn't believe it, but these bushfires are still in the news because they're still burning. And the Prime Minister is doing his best to keep up his everyday Australian image by being unfit to run a country. Yes, Scotty from Marketing is still concentrating on being an everyday bloke who loves the footy, the cricket, and having a fucking beer, rather than acting like a Prime Minister in charge of a country on fire. His ability to lead during crisis appears to have gone missing, if not been non-existent. It's his first real challenge as a leader since the feel-good election result, and he is indeed missing in action. Yeah, I don't think that many of his predecessors would have gone about it the same way that Scotty has, I mean... I don't think that Malcolm Turnbull would have headed down to his local Domino's Pizza, picked up a couple of meat lovers with a six-pack of fat yak. I don't think that Tony Abbott would have done the same either. I don't think that Kevin Rudd or Julia Gillard would have done the same, nor Howard, nor the odd man who came before him. So I think what's important right now is that we keep winning in the cricket because it is summertime and and God's game is back on our television screens and that is all that we should be worrying about. I don't know about you guys, but I was definitely cheered up by that win. Now, in other news of national significance, grilled customers give an option to cover wage theft of staff through Local Matters Initiative. Yes, the Local Matters Initiative, if you've shopped in the upmarket fast food franchise over the years, grilled offers a bottle cap with each purchase that you can then put in a jar of several local charities to raise money. However, after the revelations that they've been ripping off their staff, they've gone into damage control and as a part of a PR initiative, have offered customers the opportunity to pick up the slack in the wage theft that has been happening within their organisation for many years. So get behind a good cause if you're going to grill this Christmas and tip a little in to pay their workers. Yeah, I was actually unaware of what the Local Matters initiative was. I'm more of a traditionalist. I know that if if I want a burger, you know, I'm not going to meet them halfway. I usually head to McDonald's, which is a great employer of young people around this town. They're a fast food outlet that offer a career path where you can go from being the person who has to run the burgers out to the tradies in the morning in the rain, all the way up to corporate management. And I think that con artists and rip-off merchants at Grilled can learn a thing or two from Australia's favourite fast food outlet, Wendell. Well, Lucas Robinson, one of our readers, commented on the story saying that it looks like Rugby Australia's marketing pigeon has been in as the expert consultant handling this PR disaster down at Grilled. There was also another comment from Vicky Johnson who said, George Columbaris, you writing this down, bro. 
I think referring to the success of the local matters. Yes, initiative. George Columbaris, a good mate of the show. If you're listening, George, pay your fucking workers, pay you your workers, fucking George. dog. Pay your workers, George. And on to Christmas, Wendell. James Packer has banned Mariah Carey's iconic Christmas album from all Crown venues. Yes, the words, all I want for Christmas is you, coming out of his former flame's mouth, still hurts the big fellow apparently. So he's banned it this year uh, in all Crown venues, which makes up quite a lot of gambling institutions in Australia. And we spoke to a couple of Crown employees who said this is some good news. But yes, it does come as a blessing to employees, I believe, who are stoked to have to listen to one less Christmas album in an industry dominated by Michael Bublé and now Robbie Williams, I believe. Certainly. And now in other news, a report came out this week revealing that anxious millennials are killing the telemarketing industry by not answering private numbers. Well, Wendell, you're a, you're a millennial. Did this story ring true for you? I mean, I always like to answer calls from telemarketers and I like to honey dick them a bit and then out of the blue I like to hang up on them. I myself, I don't answer any calls from a private number. Errol, too many loose ends, too many things to be concerned about. For fear still going two years later, so well, I'm, I steer clear. Well for clear. fear of debt collectors, is that your thinking? Oh, a- absolutely. It? Well, that's why lots of people come to our cosmopolitan desert town, you know, to get away from debt collectors, get away from the government, get away from a whole manner of things. Yeah, and a major part of that is not answering calls from private numbers. Which means that the funeral and pet insurance industry is struggling, as is the off-season holiday package industry. Yes, I do have some pet insurance, though, but, you know, as I am a baby boomer with experience in the primary sector, my pet insurance is a triple two with some ballistic tip. Relatively cheap. Now in some other news that will rile up boomers as well, pilots told cyclists are just as entitled to ride on local flight paths as they are. Bit of a weird one, this one, Wendell, I thought. Somehow we've got cyclists riding through the air at 30 or so thousand feet, and it's caused a few exchanges between pilots and the cyclists. So they've had to pull the pilots into line. I think that's their union it was, which is the same one that's telling the Jetstar pilots to get more money because they've already had to suffer the indignity of wearing the, the orange star on their pilot's hat. We had one comment from Josiah Poyet. The cyclists have now demanded that all planes switch off their engines within 200 metres of them and glide past. A spokesman for the local cycle club said, this is imperative for our safety. We've decided to ride in this flight pass and the other traffic needs to accommodate our hobby. And, Clancy, it's worth adding that the pilots aren't happy. And one of the biggest sources of their anger is it's the fact that these cyclists are not paying rego and they don't have licences, they don't have insurance to be up in the sky and obviously the pilots have to pay extortionately large amounts of money to be insured to be licensed and to use the airways at least there's no red lights up there for them to run riling them up even more sports news now and nrl tells players to head down to bondi now and squeeze in a few benders while no one can see I think this story came out of back last week when the air quality in Sydney was quite poor. Down in the Developers Republic of Sydney, the NRL told a lot of their players to take advantage of that natural smokescreen. And they said in an internal communicator to their players, they said, get down to Bondi, boys. Now's your chance to get that bender out of your system. And that came from Todd Greenberg. Yes, there was a 1,500-person group chat of all players, coaches and bender mentors in the shape of ex-players within the competition. They said, get down there, get it out of your system, and apparently they did. A local lifeguard on the scene said it felt like the California love video clip with Willie Mason wearing a gas mask, banging a Japanese gong, Dylan Napper, Big Puppy Napper, 
and of course Tedesco partying hard. He even claims to have seen Gus Gould doing the worm, which would be quite a sight, I imagine. And that Bowtizer Bulletin for today. We'll be back one more time this year for a wrap-up of our biggest stories. The top ten, all the hits, we'll be playing a Merrill, and we'll run through those next week. So until then, I'm Wendell Hussey. Yes, Wendell. If you only listen to one of our news bulletins this year, make it that one. And obviously this one, if you're listening to me now. Until next week, my name is Errol Parker. Never talk to the police without a lawyer present. They are not your friends. They're out to get you. But don't hit them. I'm Clancy Overall.